And welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. I'm Steve. Oh, Steve. I know why you're sad, but we aren't supposed to be sad yet. It's all over, Mixie. We are here to recap the final episode, unfortunately, of All Star Shore. Episode 11, the final shore down. While I am incredibly upset that they didn't spring a reunion on us at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that it's over, I'm just so happy that it happened, especially because the other show we're watching and the situation that's going on there. This is just such a breath of fresh air that really has just been a great watch start to finish, and I'm I'm sad it's gone, but I'm happy it happened. You know what? As always, you are correct. You help inform my thought patterns on things much clearer than it used to be. And that's that's such a great take. And I appreciate you for being a glass half full kind of gal. I have to be a glass half full kind of gal about this. Mm. Now, the next podcast we're going to we're going to drop. I'm sure I will not be glass half full about that. But this show, there'll be nothing in the glass. This show is just such a great time. I'm so excited to get into this final. It I, this is this is one of the reasons I love this show. This episode, Stephen, I watched it four times. Wow! So for those of you that are new, welcome. Um, Hi. Thanks, thanks for hanging out with us. We've been recapping uh, this show and a lot of other shows. Stephen and I have a ritual that we tend to forget about, but eventually <laughs> remember that we watch the finale together. Of the shows that we're watching. Um, and so I forgot, watched about, what, we say four-fifths of All-Star Shore by myself. Then I realized that it was the finale and I was supposed to watch it with Steven. So I stopped, waited for Steven, who, by the way, took forever, hey. but finally got on the computer. <laughs> I didn't have to go somewhere for work. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. And that's my fault. And that's on me. And that's on me. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. First of all, yes, we do do this. Second of all, I just want to maybe say that you've been um, slow rolling yourself. You just did some great maths there. Four fifths of the show. Well, I was going to say three fourths, but I definitely watched more than that. Mm. Okay. So I, yeah, I don't know. You went up a bit. I took Adderall (laughs) yesterday. I think it's still working. (laughs) I still got some residual in there. This is why you watched it four times. Yes. And so then I watched it a second time with Steven. Then I watched it a third time to write notes. <laughs> Forgot I was supposed to write notes and just got so sucked into it again that I didn't write notes. And then the fourth time I wrote notes. So I know this episode like the back of my hand and I'm excited to talk to you about it. First of all, I watched it one time and one time only and that was with you because yeah. I was just like, chef kiss, chef kiss. Our reactions were great. There's some photos of us on the Hot Take Hotties and I think on Instagram of like our reaction to like certain parts of this, which I can't wait yes. to talk about. But yeah, it's over now. It's over now. We've moved on. It is a stark difference from the other show. Um, and an unexpected final, an unexpected final twist, which honestly we should have seen coming. Yeah. Why was anybody surprised by any of this? We're going to get into all of that. Let's start where the episode started. We were in. What they were referring to as the final exile game, which I'm going to get to why that was confusing a little (laughs) later. Um, So we come back. Mike was 
taken to another room to get something. Now, Steven, mm-hmm. I am going to call you out on being incorrect about this because yeah. I have to apologize later about something else. So in order for my ego mm. to feel complete, okay. you were wrong. I was right. What do you have to say about that? Well, first of all, as always, I apologize. I take ownership for my words. <laughs> I was not clear and concise, and I am sorry if I offended anyone. That I was, was not my intent. Let me look at page two of this generic response. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will continue to, shockingly, learn and grow. Oh, okay. As long as you learn and grow. I will do some reading and maybe take some seminars to uh-huh. improve myself to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Will you be Will you be stepping away from social media for a while in order to... Uh, to learn i will okay because that's important as long as you're doing that yeah okay and by stepping away i mean just not posting i'm still gonna be (laughs) on there like a motherfucker (laughs) right like i just can't be like also i've never understood what that means when people do that i'm gonna be stepping away why what that had nothing to do with it it was just (laughs) where you decided to say something or like you got in trouble and people are yelling at you on there and you can't handle it. Yeah, it would be like if people just came to your door and yelled at you. You wouldn't just go to the door anymore. You would just be uh-huh. like, I'm just not going to go to the door. Yeah. So, I mean. For those of you that don't know, Stephen <laughs> was saying that Mike is going to be kind of locked away. And basically he was guessing that the exile game would be sort of people one by one being uh, eliminated or kind of locked out. Almost in a way, yeah. Until there was one person left, like a scary movie, because that's what they were yes. setting it up like. And I'm like, oh, people are just gonna start disappearing again. Wrong. I am sorry. You know, I I apologize it's to Mama okay. Frank and uh, <laughs> all my family members if I have embarrassed you and the na- in in the family name. I apologize. Listen, she called me and she was she was just irate at, at what you had said. So <laughs> I had to talk her talk her down, but I'm sure this apology helped. As long as you're stepping away from social media yeah. to reflect and grow, yeah. I think that that's really the most important thing. You know, I think we should step away from recapping this show after this moment <laughs> because I don't see how we can get back. What's that? The show's over? Okay, great. Oh, great. <laughs> what a convenient. I did, there's so many parts of this exile game. First of all, in general, I thought it was pretty impressive. It was a huge area that they had covered, and they were able to, you know, kind of have things going on in all different spots. Uh-huh. Um, the puzzle did not seem easy. Um, it was I, I when we were watching it, I said challenge who hmm. kind of seemed like a challenge type puzzle. It did um, with you know it wasn't classic square pieces or you know edges or whatever. It was um, more difficult. I love the fact that they did this whole like search for things inside of that one room where they learned about this person and then none of that mattered. None of it mattered. In any way, shape, or no. form. <laughs> now, I think what they were trying to do was this was supposed to be like all the other exile games. There was like the scary part of the exile, right? Uh-huh. And like all the like stuff that didn't mean anything and then it's like yeah. oh well if you just count the numbers on the wall or you dig over here or you understand that the red letters in front of the camels mean something <laughs> you know uh you that can you can sleep difficult. in a bed so joey doesn't read if if you don't know <laughs> it only got better after they walked out of here because this giant sign of of nothing was phenomenal yes so 
Bethan, first of all, is unable to read Spanish at all. And also later on in this episode, Gigi and Potro have a conversation about Potro sleeping in bed with Angela in Spanish. And Bethan's face in the background of her just trying so hard to figure out what they're saying because she heard Angelina. And then she's like, what, what, what's going on? Has terrible accent, but you get what I'm saying. It was okay. It was okay. It reminded me of an episode of Scrubs where uh, Carla and Carla's brother are talking in Spanish about Turk, and they say something. He goes, "You talking about cheese? I heard queso. <laughs> are you guys talking about cheese?" <laughs> so funny. There was a very particular part in this that I just want to um, highlight. I made sure that I highlighted it when Stephen and I were watching, but I need to highlight it to everyone. Giannina comes out and says this. Teams will locate the plaque that rests atop Salvador's grave. On this plaque is a poem containing clues that lead to the five burial sites. Not even two minutes later, DJ Polly D comes on and because Bethan is unable to read the Spanish, he decides he's going to do it. Now, again, I cannot stress enough. They said that there's going to be a poem with clues of where they need to go. Then, this is the quote poem. Kiali Salvador, Herman Chicken and Pequino. Relax, Bethan. I got it from here. Here lies Salvador Herman Trino, who murdered people to spike his vino. He buried their bodies on the vineyard grounds. These five locations mark where they're found. At the chicken coop, the kitchen, the scenic overlook, the plantain farm, and at the church. That was not a poem, first of all. Second of all, those were not clues. That was just a list of the places to go. I love this so much because it, it's just exactly what the show has brought us all season. And the way that Mixie described that to you guys was the same way she described it to me. Because, again, she watched it first. She's like, hold on. Be, be, this, you Make sure you understand that they said there would be clues. Clues. This is very important, Stephen. Just remember they said there would be clues. And then it was read. And then she goes, where were the clues? Where were the clues? Did you see any clues? That's not, first of all, not a poem. And where are the clues? There was no poem. There was no clues. It was just a list of the locations to go to. Joey Essex doesn't even fucking read it. He starts chasing his teammate Mike. And Mike's like, all right, where are we going? And Joe goes, I don't know. And he goes, you didn't read it? He goes, I don't read. And I was like, this is amazing. Peak Joey Essex in this episode. It was peak Joey Essex. Kind of realizing we're probably out of this. I don't care anymore. And just uh-huh. and just so witty this entire time. Yeah. At another point in this in this exile, he's like, my my uh my teammate's shit. And I was like, mm, not really. You just <laughs> you didn't read. I mean, you can't really yell at this guy. <laughs> I and I what I loved was the like all of the setup was nothing. They could have nothing. said around the property there are five bags of puzzle pieces. Yep. Ready, go. Yep. Or had something in those those pieces of paper that they kept finding in that like escape room esque room yeah. in the beginning yeah. that gave them clues to help them find no connection whatsoever. Absolutely no clues were given, just a list of locations. <laughs> Amazing. You know the most surprising thing during this entire running around the property, which from the drone looked maybe big, but I was like, that's not a big property. Like, they probably took them like four minutes to get all these things, right? They weren't. You think? I, I don't know. That's what I thought. Like, uh-huh. it might have taken longer, but I think there was only one area where it's pretty well hidden. 
And then after that, it's like, oh, there's like eight people over there. Maybe I should go over there. That's where the puzzle pieces are. Yeah, exactly. And there was, what, five spots? So Yeah. And there was how many teams? Like, you can see where everyone's going and running back and forth from. It doesn't matter. No, it really it really didn't matter that much. But I, I no. enjoyed everybody was, like, running around chasing each other. Uh-huh. And um, Trina was doing absolutely nothing to help Gigi. Yeah. Amazing. Classic. Checked out weeks ago. I forgot she was on the show for a long time. Yeah, you said that when she popped up. It's like, oh, yeah, she's she's still on the show. Uh, she didn't get chopped out of this edit. But Vanjie, I want to talk about Vanjie's running speed. Yes. I was not prepared for the speed, the light-footedness, if you will, of one Vanjie. It was very, very unexpected, and I'd like to congratulate Vanjie on the speed that Vanjie put on. It was just hey. a show. It was an absolute show. Vanjie is a is a performer. Mm. And Vanjie wears heels all of the time. Great point. That that calf muscle? Mm. I mean the shit that drag queens do on shit stage in these heels. Homie's got leg muscles for days. I <laughs> I agree with you. I, it wasn't like a connection I made, yeah. but it doesn't you know, thinking about it, it doesn't surprise me. I'm very happy that they came out um with the W on this. The one thing I wish was a little harder was the key situation. Once they finished the puzzle, there was like an X on the spot of where the key is, but the key was just laying there. Can't we bury it? Could we like do some sort of like we have to undo a bunch of rope or something? I don't know. I just would have liked something that could have potentially slowed them down on that third part of yep. the key and somebody else could have been because once they finished the puzzle over we all we already saw in the preview that the key was just laying in the grass sand area yeah we knew it was done what i i think what it would have been cool is you had to finish the puzzle and then you could go looking the grounds like it didn't tell you where it was it was just mm-hmm. somewhere on the grounds or like the puzzle was a hint mm. or a clue per se yeah but like a like what a clue actually is, not just like a list of a location spot. Instead, it should have been like buried treasure is usually marked with an X. This is marked with a a zero or an O, and I've been like, oh, it's in the O area. I got to look where that little ring is. Instead, it could have been anywhere on the property, which yes. I think would have allowed a couple more teams. And then be like, you got the the get those shots that are always great if somebody like running right by it and not looking uh-huh. where it is that would have been great but it is what it is it's uh, we got we got something hey i was i was happy with the outcome vanjie and potro got the win i cannot shake poor blake i knew you were going to say that <laughs> i mean and he handled it so well like out of anyone in that in on the show yeah. for anyone to get screwed over and handle it well i would pick blake but man, he was just constantly screwed. And he had a fucking head start with the points, which I actually really liked that they incorporated the points in some way. And it wasn't just like, fuck it. Mm. There was that head start for people that had more points. Um, But man, Blake, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Mixie, though, you got the best prize of them all. He did. And let's get into that because... I loved this scene. God love Blake. Poor guy had, for those of you that watched The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, terrible edits. I hated him on Becca's season. Did you? Hated. Really? 
I thought he was a huge pussy with no backbone and was just like a yes man that would just kind of sit there and be like, yes, mama, yes, I will get you that. Oh, absolutely. Let me let me clean your feet for you. Oh, I have absolutely no say in anything. Oh, yes. That I, and I don't I don't like that. And then Bachelor in Paradise showed him as this awful player. And then I started to like him because I was like, okay, he fucking has a backbone and is making some goddamn decisions. I am fully on the other side. I am way team Blake. He is a great guy. I love that this show shows his personality. And I know that's what we talk about with The Bachelor. I never saw any of this from him. I don't know if it's because, and I guess we can kind of have this discussion, if we think he actually like grew and changed from Mm -hmm. The Bachelor to now. Or if this is who he's always been and we just got a awfully edited version of him. I'm going with two things. One, I think we got an awfully edited version of him. Also- Well, that's a safe bet. How many years has it been since he was on Becca's season? Five years? At least. Five years? So I can see I can see how you go on national television. It's a big show and you don't want to like say anything incorrect knowing that the show would bury you and you would like- basically cancel your entire life. So I can see mm-hmm. a little bit of that. The second point is I hope to God we interview him because I want to play that audio right for him. Be like, first question, what do you think of when Mixie said this? Play the audio. <laughs> That's fine. I'll tell him to his face. I thought you had a gaping vagina when you were on Becca's season and then you went to Bachelor in Paradise and I oh. honestly liked you more because you could tell in the edit on Bachelor in Paradise, you could tell that they were manipulating that audio ADR was happening. A lot of clips that were not set at that time and place were being used to paint him in a certain light. Yeah. And the whole text message thing that happened after the fact, that whole situation, the way he handled that, I was like, okay, I'm indifferent. I am fully team Blake now. Way to go. This whole thing he did for Gigi was absolutely fucking amazing with Johnny Going and grabbing Gigi and bringing her to the podium, and he had a rose there, Uh. and he had two shots, and Johnny says, this is the final shot. This is the final shot of of the the night night or something like that, yeah. Like when you're ready and like walked away, and I was like, oh my God. He was channeling uh, Lord Harrison? Yeah, he was giving us Lord Harrison, and I was loving every second of it. God, I miss that guy. Me too, God damn it. Bring him back. We need to. Can you imagine if we start doing a podcast with the word Harrison? Oh, let's contact him. Okay, we'll reach out. We'll reach out and see. We love the ones that have been exiled off of. <laughs> Everyone yeah. hates him. We're we're gonna bring him back. Bring him back. We'll be, let me redemption argue. It fits perfectly our motif of learning and growing, right? It it does. It does. Giving a platform to those that learn and grow. Maybe that would be the name of the podcast: Learning and Growing. <laughs> oh my God. I can tell you right now, the last thing I would click on on a list of podcasts is one titled Learning and Growing. That sounds so fucking boring. (laughs) What if it's books on fire? (laughs) That sounds nice. I fucking hate books. Fuck books. And then then it's just penises growing. Uh, Yeah, there you go. In a glory hole hallway. Obviously. Where else would we be? Sign me up. Instead of creating a podcast studio, we'll create a glory hole hallway studio. Yes, that's the that's the studio set. It's just gonna be a a, hole, a wall with holes in it. Yeah, yeah. And I like also that Blake uh, went to Potra and was like, yes. "Hey, can you help me say that?" And he said it like six times. Potra's like, "No, no, <laughs> not no." 
It's blah, blah, blah. And he was like, blah, blah, blue? No, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, okay. And he just walked around. He, he, he had one line. He had one line. He's just walking around saying it, saying it, saying it, saying it. I loved yep. it. I loved every moment of it. She loved it. She loved it. Ugh. I loved everybody on the balcony. Yes, when she said they yes, the and they for and they popped champagne and they were raining champagne down. It was it was a great moment. Both of us were like smiling ear to ear while we were watching it. It was just a good fucking time. It was a great it's a time. Good fucking time. Um, I also want to touch on the fact they that DJ Polly D sort of hinted at um Miss Gigi and Blake getting intimate in bed. No chance. Really. No chance. Well, it depends on our definition of intimate. That is true. That is true. I feel like there was some hand movement. There was definitely some extracurricular activities going on. I like that explanation for it. But I would not say that it was a home run. Okay, great. Would you classify it as hooking up? Because, again... I hate... I don't use that word. No. Please stop using that term. (laughs) It is so ambiguous. And it can get you in trouble. Oh, I hooked up with this guy. Did you, though? What does that mean? Because I know people that, that refer to hooking up, we've talked about this before, yeah. as making out. Yeah. And they no. definitely made out a bunch. But that's not hooking up. And I, I think some horns were honked, but, like, there was no... <laughs> there was no members entering other members. There might have been finger members. I had, to, I had to take a breather off camera, guys. I about passed out when she said. I think that. hand hand play hand play definitely was involved. There was no uh, insertion of downstairs parts. I I agree with you. And when you said hand play, it just reminded me of Joe Millionaire and all the yes. hand play on Joe Millionaire. That was awful, though. <laughs> oh God, I couldn't even watch that. Just just start fucking each other. Leave your hands alone. Seriously, God, Seriously. It's so gross. Sorry, Carolyn, um, but gross. We we get a absolutely random Ricardo and Mike makeout. Loved that. Great. Loved it. They clearly were just like, fuck it, last night. Who gives a shit? Hey, love is in the air. Great. It was. And then Bethan and Johnny, I'm going to touch on this for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Johnny, stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. Stop. Stop. You, you're not doing a good job at it, so just don't. Do it. Everything is fine. You guys have already had this argument. How many episodes ago? You both know what's happening. Why are you talking about it again? I am convinced that Johnny just didn't care. He didn't. He and I and I wrote this down later. No emotion from him when they left. Bethan absolutely <laughs> devastated. Johnny, no emotion. He was like, I can come see you whenever. And it's like, what? Oh, yeah. You no, no, you, no. Nobody takes just random trips across the world. Basically, Mm-mm. fuck. I haven't even been get to New York to see Annie for Christ's fucking know. sake. Okay, you can't just like rant and be like, oh, it's a Tuesday. Let me just get on a plane and drive down the street. Oh, eighteen-hour flight. Whatever. He's just like, yo, I'm sorry. And she's just she's breaking down. And he was just like, I don't know what you want me to say. Nothing. Nothing. You should have said anything in the begin with. None of this should have happened. Why did you guys go off to the side 
to have a conversation about this. You both know what's going to happen. Why do you keep talking about it? And Bethan even said that. She was like, I just don't want to talk about it. Mm. And he's like, yeah, no, I get that, but I'm going to keep talking about it, right? Like, I'm just going to keep, see see my foot and how I'm inserting it in my mouth. I'm just going to keep shoving it in there. I feel like he was trying to be, like, not the bad guy in here and wanted to, like, try to address it. But it just, it didn't work the last two weeks either. Nope. And you could see probably not a great time because, uh-huh. listen, yes. It is not Los Angeles where I believe he lives and England where she lives. Yeah. It, I realize the difference. But Blake doesn't live in Florida where Gigi lives. Uh-huh. And that is still a flight. He's yep. in Denver. She's in Florida. So that's yep. still a flight. And they're trying it. Yep. And he's whole- like, yeah, too, just too far. You know, I could, I could do a regular plane flight, but international, I got a passport. I don't have a passport. That's what you could have said. You could have been like, hey, I don't have a passport. You know how long it takes to get, takes to get a passport over here? Three years. Three years. So I can't see it for three years. Exactly what you're saying, Stephen. I, I will always hate people that are like, oh, I'm not going to try because it's not going to work. How do you know that? You don't want to try because you don't want to be locked down in your hometown where you can sleep with as many women as you want to. You want to have that avail- availability, but then like, oh, you can also still text her. And if yeah. you decide you want to take a vacation and you go to England, then you got a slam piece over there, too. That's why he wants to do it. Yeah. A great situation for him. He came from Love Island. OK, this is this. Exactly. They're a different breed of people. OK, there's a different breed of people. And that's big facts. They're young and they want to bang because they're hot right now. And Godspeed. You're young yes. and hot. Bang it out. Do your thing. Enjoy it. Yeah, but don't don't act like that. It's the it like that the thing that affecting you is that's not what's affecting <laughs> you. But you and you know it and you know it. Everybody knows it. She knows it. We all know it. Stop. Facts. We come to the part of the show that I've been dreading. Uh. Um, Mixie has to apologize to Stephen because Angelina and Potro. <laughs> I would like to take a moment here to say, Stephen, I know I apologized to you last week, but I will be doing it again. I berated you. I called you names. He's dancing right now. I, I was rude. I was uh, hot-headed. And I honestly, I need to take a step away from my social media for a week oh, to learn and grow and change. And I will be researching. I'm. I already. I contacted the library, and I was like, "Hey, do you have any books about how your friend was convinced that th- these two people on TV were going to sleep together?" And I was like, "Absolutely no fucking way." And the lady's like, "Yeah, I got a whole section." It's in the reference department. <laughs> yes. On, at this point. Yes. On from on what we're seeing, when he pushed the beds together, yeah. I do not think that they fucked. There were kissing sounds, but. That could have been from anybody at any point that they just they they just threw in the audio. Agreed. Agreed. The only thing is, Potro, when they woke up and Angelina was saying she was gonna do her walk of shame and he was like, turn around and give me like send me a kiss or whatever. Yeah. Which yeah. again, that culture I feel like is that's hard to say what what that, that means. means. That could be taken friendly or yeah. not. My, the only point I'm gonna make is 
He went to bed in clothes. He woke up in boxers. Understood. Understood. So. Understood. I think there's a massive question mark here. Um, I did some digging over the past week uh, to find some clips from Angelina kind of talking about the situation on Jersey Shore family vacation. I think you sent those to me, right? I did, yes. Um, she was adamant that they did not sleep together and at that point had not slept together because they then, once the show wrapped, took like a week together in what, Cabo or something? I think Cancun, yeah. Cancun? Yeah. And spent a whole week with just him. Angelina is still married for the record at this point when all of this was happening. When she slept in bed with Potro and then after the show wrapped and went on a week's vacation with this guy. Married. Stayed together. Married. 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 Now, again, I don't want to get super deep into this other shit. It seems like Angelina's husband really didn't like her, honestly, the way she spoke about it. They weren't really being intimate at all. They really weren't even speaking to each other. They kind of kept their distance constantly. I mean, it seems like a bad marriage to begin with. I don't think anything constitutes her actions, though. No. And I will say this not knowing of the situation at all and nothing about them. But I can see a situation, especially as a guy, where somebody such as Angelina, who is very outspoken and likes to, you know, speak her mind, could have probably said some pretty devastating things to her husband. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't put that past her. And how easily that would turn a guy off or make us feel like we're like a piece of shit. Uh And then you blame it on that, right? You go, he doesn't even talk to me. He doesn't look at me. He doesn't want to have sex. Yeah, because you think I'm a garbage person. Totally. So why would I want to pursue that? I know you don't like me. You've just yell at me constantly. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. And then she, again, as she's done throughout this season, tries to just shift, like, look over here. Well, this happened. And it's like, yeah, but you did something for that to happen. You can't just say that. It was like the Chloe stuff. Like, yes, you can't just say that. Uh-huh. You did stuff to, to create that. Yeah. I, you... Just wild where we came from at the beginning of the season being like, oh, like Joey touched her. And she's like, oh, I'm married. And then Flirt City for the longest time to where. But then denies Flirt City to certain people, but acknowledges Flirt City to other people. And continues to live and be the mayor of Flirt City with Joey. Yes. Until there's the slightest competition. And she's like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. I'm like, okay. And then you're on to somebody else as if she's just like a single person on this show. It's like she's like living her own love island. It, it, yeah. While married. And then Marina, rightfully so, was pissed off because Furious. they were chatting and keeping her up. And she's got eye on the prize. She wakes up the next morning and goes and tells uh, Gigi and I forget what other girls were in there about the fact that Angelina slept in the same bed as Potro. Now, we don't see, obviously, everything that she said. But from what they showed us, she never said that they had sex. She never said anything like that. She just said that they were being loud and kept her up. Then Angelina hears about this and is like, Marina, are you going around telling people I had sex with him? No, nobody said that. <laughs> Gigi, even when Gigi was talking to Poacher about it, Poacher's like, well, you know, we didn't sleep together. And she's like, yeah, I know. Nobody's thinking that. She's like, it's like, it's 
it's sort of the same thing like when Johnny was pissed at her for going to the hospital mm. and she was like, I, well, did Joey even place? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah, she's a- mad at you because you made noise. Not She's not mad at you because you like broke the trust of your husband and, and his, our fucking potro. But she like wants the narrative to be that. It's a classic straw man argument. That's what yes. it's called. You just you you uh, you go, hey, but look over here at this, which is not relevant to the conversation you're having, which happens a lot in politics right now. But it's a straw man mm-hmm. argument where you go, yeah. yeah, but what about this? That's not related. Oh, did you tell people we were sleeping together? No, I didn't well, do I that. Didn't I said him. that you slept in the same bed as him and you kept me up, which brings me to a question I want to ask you. Yeah. I kind of felt like. If this was anyone else, she wouldn't have been as upset, but because she had been pining after Potro the whole time, and he didn't want to give her the time of day at any point during the show, that she was a little jealous that a married woman (laughs) was in bed with this man making noises throughout the evening on top of the fact that it was the day before the final. I also think... She could have just moved somewhere. Else. Go sleep outside. Like, if it's that big of a problem, I just think she was just really upset and jealous in this case. Steven, this is one of the many reasons I fucking love doing this with you. Let's go. Did not connect those dots in any way, shape, or form. I absolutely agree with you. I think that she was fueled by jealousy in this situation. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's what I thought. Thanks, thanks, for, the, thanks for the big love there. I appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, I, you know, all of this was happening. Karina and Ricardo are drinking. Love. To, pr- to pre, to pregame their, uh, winning $150,000. It was so funny because everybody's talking about the drama with Angelina and Potro or Karina and Ricardo are drinking. People are drinking. And Blake, once again, Blake is the only one <laughs> that seems to know what the fuck is going on. He keeps being like, it's a $150,000 day. He's like, yeah, you guys ready? Like, what's your game plan? Like, he's the only one that seems to be aware of the fact that a game for money is being played in a few hours. Let me just say, I believe this is Blake's formal audition for the challenge. Yes, that that must happen. Now, would Blake get steamroll and a hall brawl and a pole wrestle? Probably. Absolutely. But you know what? I'd love to see him, like, actually, like, be part of, a, like, a competition show. I think he would try really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really all I ask for of all of these challenge people. That's another podcast. Um, I, I want to briefly state for the record, if Blake cannot do the challenge, I want Blake and Gigi on The Amazing Race. Ooh. I want it next season. This season is about to happen. I want it next season. Genius. Love that. Love that. Right? Let's contact people. Like, they're just making out in all these exotic places, just being hot and shit like that, right? Yeah, being really fucking hot. She can she can translate and everything. Oh, yeah. They're going to just be super hot together and shit like that. He's the brawn. She's the brain. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another glorious idea for our friend over at CBS Development. Yeah, you're welcome. Once again, just... Just giving you, uh, we're a fucking gold mine over yeah, here. Yeah, just give us a job. So, Karina and Ricardo are drinking. Potro is involved in this drama. Vanjie's trying to pull him out of it. Marina goes over to James, and James is like, you know, you're my teammate. I got your back. She's like, we're good. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to go. Marina, what are you wearing? Because 
Those are not jean shorts. Those aren't even jean underwear. That is a jean G-string, and Marina has the season finale. Listen, this is Marina's episode, We're obviously, but wow. Those were, that was a G-string thong, jean, G-string thong. A jean string thong. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's why you're you're the the ass of the week connoisseur. Well, okay, and I don't think you're going to relate to this, but all the the women listening to this, jean shorts are hell on earth, mm. and it is because they are not pants, so it's not going all the way down your leg. Mm. They're cut at a certain point. And when you sit and stand for a while, it comes back it in. Comes up, yeah. And there, there's rubbing and mm. fabric folding mm. in areas that are so uncomfortable. Yeah. And this girl has volunteered to have those things happen by this cut of jean. I was blown away when I saw it the first time. May I then? May I then ask why do some people still? Why do some ladies still? Continue to wear a jort because they look nice. They're nice with stuff. That, I mean, they they're just a good time. Yeah, you have to, and this is why. And again, ladies, let me know. But this is why girls like they find a pair of jean shorts they like. They get in the same in the same exact thing in five different colors mm. because all of us have like specific parts of our bodies, and they need extra fabric in certain mm. places and not the other. Once you find a pair of jean shorts, I mean. You could see behind me. Yeah. I have the same pair in three colors because I found one pair that works and I got it in three colors. Uh, you're right. Now, in retrospect, you know, just my brain has brought me back to specific moments where I've just there's lots of pulling down of jean shorts more so than any other uh, pair of shorts I've seen. Ladies do. It's always like a front and a back undo. Yes, yes, as soon when they stand up, immediate, right? You're sitting for a immediate. while, you stand up, you pull them down. Yeah. I like when I wear jean shorts out, I have to, I unbutton them. Like when we get into a taxi, I will unbutton them oh. and shuffle them so far down so that when I'm sitting, I'm comfortable and then by the time I stand up, they're in the spot that they're supposed to be because they <laughs> ride up when you stand and then I button and I'm good. Only in a taxi? Well, if I'm at a restaurant, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll like cover the fact that I've unbuttoned with like my napkin on yeah, my yeah, lap because yeah. I'm classy yeah. and I put my napkin on my lap. Classy bitch. She's a classy bitch. Yes. <laughs> She's a classy bitch, you guys. But all I do, yeah, pretty much if I'm wearing jean shorts, if I can get away with unbuttoning them, I will unbutton them as soon as I sit down. Are you the first person to discover this? Are there other hottie ladies out there who are like- Oh, no. I can, I can only imagine that other people- Let us know. Let us know, but I'm sure that we all have these weird things that we do because it's just these jean shorts are not made for living comfortably. They are not comfortable. But, like, it's weird because jeans, are they don't do that. Like, regular jeans don't really do that. It's almost like anti-gravity. They're going up where everything else goes down and gets pulled down. These go up, defining the laws of physics. Somebody give me the the graphic on that and like the the dimensions and all of it i don't know i'm sure there's some numbers behind it in math i'm not gonna do it but it's i it blew my mind seeing her and and i mean obviously her ass is iconic 
and in those jean shorts right before the finale. I mean, all the good vibes were going her way. And we get to the final. Um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I wish it was a little bit bigger. Okay. Um, I liked that they incorporated almost everything. There was a certain uh, stairway of semen that was missing <sighs> that I was not happy with. I think this was supposed to be included at some point, and that because of the incident, it got. If you will. It, I mean, it took out three of the four people that were on it. It was like the greatest hits. It was the greatest party hits. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the good stuff, the bad stuff, and the in betweens. Um, I maybe there was camel dung in the the on the floor that mm. was lava. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't a dildo, so I was upset. There's <laughs> very specific part of this that I myself got very upset about. Steven, I know you were like, what the fuck is going on here? Blake uh, specifically was like, put some Americans in this. Yeah. Watching these people play flip cup so poorly was absolutely infuriating. I am not going to act like I, I mean, how many times have I said on the challenge I would do terrible at this and that and the other thing? I would fucking own this two times max. It would have taken me to flip those. You'd be the potro of this. Yeah, poor potro. And just flip it over, just like pop done. And just stare at my teammate. <laughs> waiting, daggering your teammate. Just waiting. Yeah. She did ask me when we were watching, she goes, um, are you good at flip cup? And I'm just like, bro, what a, what a clown question. You're right. In any other world before I had watched this episode, I would have immediately assumed it. But now I'm questioning everything because that was <laughs> awful. And I really want to know how long those periods of time was that we were waiting, especially that last one where all three teams, one person had it and one didn't. An edge of the seat moment, I was I was on the edge of my seat. This is one of the saddest athletic performances I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> From multiple people. It wasn't just one person. Multiple people. Just not understanding the concept and i will agree that sometimes flip cup can be a little irritating you have the pressure going i get that i've been in that spot before pressure's on you're the last one on the line they're ahead you're trying to make up time i get it but here's the thing if you hit the cup and the cup just tipples over as if like a a a very small breeze knocked it over Uh and you put it back down to flip it up again and you knock it into outer space, we we have a problem here, okay? Literally. They were, like, fucking sending it to the moon. I was like, what are you doing? It was barely tipped over, too much tipped over. It was doing, like, four somersaults in the air. And yeah. I'm like, it doesn't need to be a fucking gymnast. We're not going for a gold medal here. Just flip the fucking cup over. It doesn't say it's got to flip twice. It's just flip cup. Flip one cup. <laughs> just flip one time. And, again, I've lived this situation, I'm sure you have, as, a, as an extraordinary flip cup player. Oh, yeah. Of where you're playing flip cup, maybe that's three on your team, three on their team, and you're the, you're the last one on the line. The anchor. The anchor, right? They put you there. That is my position, yes. Obviously. Oh, duh. That's where champions live and thrive. <laughs> Absolutely. My big brain, it takes up all the space at the end of the table. And you're just sitting there waiting for your opportunity to shine. Like yeah. an absolute all-star. Yeah. And they go, three, two, one, go. And the first person in line 
has like an arm problem and they can't figure it out, right? And this is for no dollars. No, I know what you mean. I know exactly. The rage that emanates through your body by something just as simple for no money. Like this is the eighth time we've played this game today. Everyone's drunk. People aren't even going to remember this game. But the pure rage you have in your system for this person, you this could be your best friend. Mm-hmm. Probably not after today because you're like, what the fuck was wrong with you? You will say the rudest things to these people. It makes you question everything. How can I be your friend if you can't flip a cup? Yes. Like, can I trust your judgment with you giving me dating advice? <laughs> you know, you're giving me financial information, but you can't flip a cup. I'm supposed to take stock advice or, or or you know knowing if i should have diamond hands or not like what should i do if you can't flip the fucking cup but doing it with 150 grand on the line i don't know how vanji left that floor without being severely harmed by potro potro absolutely split his helmet in half and you can't tell me otherwise so Mixie's like, wait for it, wait for it. Be sure you're paying attention to Potro. I was like, watch Potro, watch Potro, watch Potro. Right here, right here. He does it when they do a wide shot of Marina and James celebrating. By the way, Marina and James won. Overshadowed by the fact that Potro immediately takes his helmet, slams it on the ground, and then they cut to him again. I don't know how much time has passed between these two things where he has now picked that helmet up that he's slammed on the ground and chucked it out, like past the exile game arena past everything he fucking threw it to outer space where vanji was flipping his cup hilarious he was so mad unseen was angelina on the platform touching herself by his rage (laughs) she was so turned on she's like yeah get angry with me just throw that helmet let's go cancun fuck shit up I would be exactly where he's at though like he he flipped it he flipped all of his cups so quickly oh I would never talk to that person again. Oh, it would be like if you stole my girlfriend. I would be yeah. that upset. No, yeah, yeah. $150,000 because you couldn't flip a cup. I mean, that is, and you said this when we were watching it. Who would have thought a flip cup would be an equalizer? It was. It was. And that's insane. But how great for the producing team that this came down to like a flip cup. Like they needed one person on each team was left. Uh-huh. To flip the cup. It like could not have worked out more perfectly for them. It was fantastic. So James and Marina win. And we have Angelina reading um, that uh, a note saying that they have won, but they have not won the money. And we have to head to the villa for the final twist. I hate this already. <laughs> I had, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Um, I, I had a feeling that they were going to go against each other, um, which I wasn't a fan of because they just seemed like a really great team. I mean, James really carried Marina to where she was at. Um, he kept saying how proud of her he was. I mean, she tried really hard. I, at the end of the day, yes, he could have carried that team, but she had to be there and do the things and flip the cup in order for them to win. He couldn't flip two cups. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, she had I, to- I know what you <laughs> She had to flip some cups, but the last week she just had to stand there holding a fucking bucket and catch shit. Correct. Correct. And the weeks before that, she wasn't even on the team. (laughs) So as a competitor, as a challenge fan who's been upset by 
you know, I have to hold true. I'm not going to be one of those people that talks out of both sides of their mouth and being like, okay. well, I'm happy that they won. She really did it. No, no. She had no business winning this. And the fact that they had to do some sort of thing that we're about to get to, like yeah. they allowed that to happen, is total and utter bullshit, which again makes me believe that there was never supposed to be a partner switch in this show. And it was yeah. only fueled by Angelina being so pissed that she said, I was going to leave and I don't be partnered with him anymore. That's the I, reason all of this happened. There's no way that this yeah. was figured out. The stickers under the shot glass, all mm -hmm. that was fucking made up. Yep. And because of that, James and Blake lost a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm very upset with this. She didn't deserve to win this. I'm sorry. I'll say it. She didn't deserve to win this. She didn't. Who thinks she deserved to win this? I'm not going to get there yet. I, Mike went on and was like, you know, he, we, they were speculating what the twist was going to be. He said that he was like, what if we, they both stand up there and we all have to vote? I would have loved that. Loved it. Loved that. And I think James would have won strictly because of what we're saying. Yeah. He deserved it more than Marina did. The jury vote, if you will. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it would have been hilarious and amazing and if they had to all stand up there and give a speech as to why they were picking so-and-so. I think that was probably the correct route to go looking back now. You, so you didn't like the Golden Cup table turn box uh, DJ Blake doing Chris Harrison uh, game? I liked it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think that's the way that this should have been decided because it's just an absolute crapshoot. Yeah. And there's an advantage been... in carrot in the box, which is what we like to call it. There's an advantage in carrot in the box of being the person who looks inside the box. There's an advantage there. You don't have to yes. make the decision. And so he had to make that decision twice. Yes. And Blake did say that it was randomized. What was in each person's box? But I would have liked to have seen like a wheel or yeah. something where they ha like had to physically show us that it was randomized, yeah. not a, not an algorithm that is apparently randomizing things. An actual physical way of seeing who starts would have would have I think made it made people feel a little bit differently about the ending. Now, but also if I'm I don't want to like again this show is just random, but yes. something that they have shown as a through line for this entire thing in terms of like the dailies, if you will. Is mm -hmm. it's all like drinking related. Yes. Karen in the box is not drinking related. We could have done yes. something different. Maybe play quarters or something like that, right? Uh -huh, like uh -huh. there should have been or another boom, drinking yeah. game. Um, I agree. That was involved that you could have done something like that. It should have been a keg stand. Whoever finishes the keg first wins. How amazing would that have been? That would have been great. Vomiting everywhere. And then you could have, it could have been the thing that like you can recruit people right like mm. after 30 minutes you can recruit somebody from the house to come help you yeah who were you who would you recruit who would you recruit from that house to help you drink joey essex would be a good one i think a sneaky play in this would have been vanji i think vanji could put down some drinks vanji puts it down mike also seems to really put down drinks mike yeah mike could have done that yeah i think mm -hmm. g is a, a, a dark horse there a sleeper she could have done some damage yeah 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 okay anyways it was the box game i i do want to say marina did a great job at this mm -hmm. she really did even when we were both watching we both were like james is doing both times we we're like james has got this She's lying, you know, J 
James has got this. You could see it on her face. And both times we were wrong. So was James. I mean, we got to give her credit for that. Now, did she deserve to be in that position? That, I don't think so. But in this last game, she did she did put the effort in, and I think she deserved to win this last game. Now, the fact that this last game gave her 150K, mm, I am torn because I like Marina, but I agree with you. I, don't want, I also don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth and say, you know, you deserve to be here, you don't. She didn't really deserve to be in that position, but she capitalized on it, and I give her credit for that. I've seen such a torn response on Reddit and Twitter about her win, and I'm curious what the hotties think. Let us know. Are you happy Marina lost? Are you pissed? Um, Do you care? Was it just like, oh, yeah, that's right, 150K is in this game? I completely forgot. (laughs) I don't like the rope-a-dope of all of it. It is like... Oh, you! Oh, two teams in the final showdown. Oh, actually, there's going to be an exile to be three teams. Oh, you won it. You didn't actually win it. Now you have to do a game. Yeah. I just don't like this. It, it, they're just moving the goalposts constantly, and I don't, I don't like that from like a competitive yeah. side. But again, like, I guess I have to put that out of my mind with this show. But then you can't be like it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> like, like. Like, that's big-time money there. Big-time yeah. money that we're just being like, oh, you're going to switch partners randomly in the middle of this, and then it's going to come down to you guessing if there's a carrot in the box. You know? I mean, she had said a few episodes ago that uh, transferring that money into whatever the Brazilian currency is is almost a million dollars. It would be, I think it's a million in her currency, but I don't yeah. know if it goes as far. Because you know that some countries it's like, yes. oh, it's 10,000 so-and-so. And I'm like, whoa. And they're like, that's a dollar. I'm like, oh, yes. wow. That's... How do people keep track of that? I, I, I agree. <laughs> How do people keep track of that? This will be a million so-and-so. Oh, my God. That sounds like a lot. It's 10 bucks. Whoa. Okay. There was a lot of discussion, again, on Twitter and Reddit of people being like, you know, it's kind of insane that, that anybody of this status is getting this money. Because when you look at people like Angelina and... Um, even like Blake, right? These people have, they, they make a ton of Joy money. Joey Essex makes some good money too. Being who, yeah. exactly. Kareem A, I know makes great yeah. money. Um, and I'm just strictly thinking about just like Instagram posts and like being paid for those kinds of things outside of like how much money do you think they're paying Blake to, to DJ at a party? You know, like. I don't think he's making 150K. I think he maybe no, getting 10K. No. 5K? I'm not saying that he makes 150k a spot. What I'm saying is, shows like the challenge mm. where these people are really their whole lives is just being on these competition shows and, and trying to get money to from these competition shows versus this, where I think we can argue like 80 percent of the cast isn't strapped for cash. I would agree with you. I'd agree with you. And maybe that's why the number is 150. It's not like half a mil or 250 uh-huh. where it's like, OK, we're just like this is a bit excessive. These people got paid to show up and then they're going to get paid on top of that. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's it's a lower amount. There was just interesting conversation about it and like that if any of these people really deserved that money. I mean, I it's a it's a fun show. I think that people are reading a bit too much into it. My personal, one of my favorite parts of this episode was when they were talking about what the switch would be. Joey Essex, he said, maybe they double it and it's 250. <laughs> Joey Essex. 
And Mike goes, what? And he goes, I mean, 300. Oh, God, I love him so much. Just, just, I just want to watch Joey Essex do, like, you know those, like, fucking math homework sheets you got in, like, third grade yeah. where you had, like, five minutes and it was just, like, 10 plus 2, 10 yeah. times 3, 8 minus 4, like, those and those. you rapid fire. I would love to see him do one of those. <laughs> In a live stream, I would just love it more than anything. Oh man, that'd be that'd be good. I just want to see more of Joey Essex. Yeah, I mean, it it was it was it is what it is. She was so excited when she won. She was. I screamed. He's gonna flip it back. He's gonna flip it back. And uh, she either got a great edit and changing her face to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or she really sold the fact that you could do it. And flip it back. And she was like, oh, fuck, I have to show that I'm panicked now in order for mm-hmm. him to get him to flip it back. Yep. Uh, I was shocked. I thought he got it on the last one. He clearly didn't. And I think. He thought he had it, too. I think if there's anybody that's more upset than Blake during this entire it's show, James. it's James. Who won, what, like more than half of the, the dailies? Yes. Didn't see the elimination floor. Don't you remember one of the most iconic lines as they were about to leave to go to their paradise game? And Marina goes, I'm still drunk. And then they won that paradise game. And that girl just beat him out for 150K. Like, that is the mind fuck of it all. Anyways, I am a little sad that they didn't show us more of um, the party at the end. I would have liked to see that, like, all white party that they had. I'm sure. Yeah. Wild shit happened there. I mean, it kind of, they had a lot to get through in this episode. I wish they kind of gave us an extra half hour, especially because it's on Paramount Plus. There isn't a runtime that they need to stay inside of. So, Such like, a great. It would have been nice. That's why I'm glad I do this podcast with you. You say some good stuff. Like hey, that. look at us just complimenting each other and apologizing to each other. Look at us growing and changing. So much. Next morning, everybody's packing up. I would like to once again shout out Mr. Blake with the packing cubes. Veteran move. Okay. If you don't have packing cubes, you need to get some. Amazing. Best way to pack, get yourself some packing cubes. I also like how Gigi found like his hat. Uh-huh. And he was like- He was so excited. I thought the cleaning people took this or whatever. Uh- <laughs> and he put it back on. He's like, oh, look at me again with my hat. She's yeah. like, I kept it because it smelled like you. She didn't say that. But that's what I think she would. <laughs> probably, probably what she said. She's like, if he breaks up with me, at least I have his hat. Yes. Bethan cried. Johnny did nothing about it. He didn't care at all because he no. never cared to begin with. We all agree on that. Because he's already messaging <laughs> girls back in Los Angeles. Be like, yo, I'm back in a week. Let's bang. Listen, all I'm going to say is people shot all over Trina. Trina called it out from day one. That he's a player, he just wants to fucking move on, and that's exactly what he did. And everybody's like, stop getting involved. And she was just trying to... I'm Team Trina. I hate to say it, I am. Did she say that, or did she say that you're not his type? She said multiple things. She said that he was a player. She also said that she wasn't her type, his type. There was... There was some gray area. She also said she was bored and wanted to start some drama. So, and I feel that. I will also state for the record that when ladies say, I didn't know he was a player. Bullshit. I think 95% of the time you're lying. Yep. You know him when you see one. They think that they're going to be that one girl that finally comes into his life and changes his mind. No. You're not. You're not. You're never. You're never gonna be. Not only are you no. not gonna be that person, 
But if that person is on TV and has a good Instagram following, that person's going to be like 45 by the time they do anything. Look at our boy yeah. Leo. Just yeah. like, he, like, oh, what's the whole thing about me? I dump girls when they turn 25. Hold on. How old is what's her face? She's 25. See ya. Deuces. <laughs> How many times did they bang? So many. Right? So many. He's like, I'm good. They stopped showing us because they were doing it so often. Yeah, I'm good now. I experienced what that was like. I did all yep. I did all my classic moves. I got nothing left. He got the fanny and he's leaving. Yeah. We did it this way, that way, the other way. <laughs> he got both fannies. And I'm he's good leaving. now. Yeah. I'm good. I got to travel to get that again? Nah, I'm good. 18 hours? I'm I'm all I'm right. I'm good. I got to be loyal at in Los Angeles? No. No. I'm good. Thanks. And that's it. We see everybody walk out. I loved that final walkout shot of everybody popping bottles. Great time. I was sitting there like, and now they're going to tell us there's a reunion. And now they're going to tell us a reunion. No. And it went to black. I like that somebody took the shark with them. I appreciate that. James, and he deserved it. He did. Give him something. <laughs> Poor guy was the only one that did well this entire time. He got fucked over. It was great. It was amazing. It was it was the icing on the perfect cake of television that I've seen in a very, 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 very long time. I think we discussed it. One episode was a very slight miss, but again, in the grand scheme of things, not a miss at all. I loved this show. Please, dear God, bring it back for season two. I know it did really well overseas. I'm not entirely sure how well it did in the U.S., but I know it did gangbusters overseas, so I feel strongly that they will bring it back. I feel better about this than other shows that we've asked to be brought back. I'm not even going to say it out loud because I don't want to put that bad mojo in in the air for the other shows, but I feel best for this. I'm going to put some good mojo in the air for us. Okay, okay. Okay? Yeah. So after I watched this episode, I was so happy. I tweeted from the right reality at uh-huh. the right reality. Yeah, follow us. Just to let you know, we've seen the all hashtag All Star Short finale. A, I think I put eighty pluses after it. As Please it tell us this show isn't actually over, and there's more. Can you confirm that at Sally Ann Cesano, who is the CEO of Four Ninety Five, aka All the Shores? Mm-hmm. Now she didn't reply, but okay. she liked the tweet. And then I went, is that a yes? (laughs) You can't just leave us hanging. We need this. And Joe Millionaire, I said. Yeah. And what did she do? She liked that tweet, too. I I mean, I feel very good about this. They also, all of the cast was saying, I want to come back. Like, I know Mike was saying, I want to come back with Vengeance. I know that Blake said something like, I can't wait to come back and, and actually win this or something along those lines. I feel like they wouldn't have edited that in if it wasn't a possibility. I'm praying to the Paramount gods. I I will give you my firstborn, as I always offer. You give me a seal. I will club it for you. You tell me what I need to do. <laughs> so this this brings me to my question to wrap this out for us here, Mixie. Okay. I'm I'm green lighting season two of All Star Shore, me personally. Uh-huh. And I'm coming to you and I'm asking you, you get three people to bring back next year. Mm. Who are your three cast members and three cast okay. members only that you would bring back to All Star Shore 
season two. Ugh. I think Marina is out. She won. I don't think it's fair to bring her back. Agreed. Um, I think Joey deserves a redemption. I'm sorry. James re- deserves a redemption. Okay. James is first. Um, I think Chloe. I think Chloe deserves to come back too. I would bring Chloe back. I would do James, Chloe, and I want to give Blake the option, but man, Karime is good TV. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go James, Karime, and Chloe. What are your three? I like yours. I have nothing against yours. I think Karime is great television, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if she's bringing enough in terms of the competition aspect. She did well. She never went to exile. Karime was great paired with... Ricardo. Team slut. Like they were a dynamic duo together. So I yeah. feel like if I bring Kareem back, I have to bring Ricardo back. And that would be two people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I want to do that. Joey Essex is a no brainer, number one for me. Okay. Joey Essex is back. I was between Joey and Chloe, but yeah. And then I'd like to see Bethan back. You need narrators. Yeah. She was a great narrator along with Joey Essex on the show. Okay. Yeah. And then I say you bring back James as well to get his redemption story. Okay, so you're saying James, Bethan, and Joey. Yeah. I go, I bring back the Brits. I mean, they carry it. They carry it. They do. They do. James will find another hot girl that he wants to, like, hang out with. Uh-huh. You know? Bethan will find a dude. and she She was... Listen, I feel like she was funnier before they started, like, really hanging out and flirting all the time. Agreed. And before Chloe left. A a thousand percent agree with that. And then Joey Essex is just great anytime, Mm -hmm. all over the place. He's that. So I think those are my three if I I have the option there. If you give me a four, give me Karime. Because Karime coming back in the house with James, great television. Yeah, Papi Chulo. (laughs) (laughs) What does that translate to? Does anybody know? I have no idea. It was great, though. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Great stuff. What a season. What a show, Nixie. I know. I'm very sad it's over, but like I said, I'm trying to be positive about the fact that this show even existed. It it exceeded our expectations from the trailer, um, a party and competition show. You knew. You knew with the poster. Yeah. She knew from the poster, gang. She was like, we, we're doing a show. We're uh, This is everything I want in a show. I didn't even ask. I just told you we were doing it. It says party competition, and it's got... Blake, I remember first hearing about this because we heard Blake and G were together. Uh-huh. And, like, they were on some like show, like party competition show. I'm like, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, and then Angelina came out and said she was on it, and I was like, done. That's all I need. That's all I needed. Those were the only three people that I knew going into the show. What I don't want to happen next year is they overproduce it and they try to like yes. match it. Just let it happen. You, yep. You've got the right people in there. Just let it happen. They did a great job casting this, and I think they need to put a ton of their energy into the casting, and then just plop them in this house again. Let the like they do it. They do all the work themselves. Yeah, same spot, same villa. Give it to me again. Thank you guys for listening. By the way, uh, as we went through all search show, we really appreciate it. We are currently in convo with two contestants from All Star Shore to have on the pod. So make sure you are following us because (laughs) 
we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can. Don't subscribe yet. Yeah, don't. We're gonna do everything we can to get this to happen. It's looking very promising. It's really just gonna be working out schedules. Um, and it's gonna be a fucking incredible interview if we get it. So make sure you're following us so that you don't miss that. I may have given you a clue early on in the show about it. You may have. You may have. With one part of it, not the other part. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to figure it out for you guys because honestly, this would be a highlight for me as well. It would yeah. just be so much fun for us to do. So make sure you're following us. Um, we have some hotties. Oh, we're going to do some hotties? Yeah, let's do some hotties because- Let's do some hotties in All-Star Shore. Yeah, we're going to do some hotties in All-Star Shore. We haven't done it in a while. And um, honestly, I don't know how I'm going to get through- the challenge, and I don't want to have to do this after that. So, we're, we're as soon as we're done with this, guys, we're taking like a ten minute breather, and then we're gonna start the challenge recap. And honestly, I don't know how we're gonna get through it. We are we are very much dreading it. <laughs> so let's welcome our two hotties um, from Davenport, Florida. We have Mark Onofri- Onofrio. You almost said Ono Fruit, I think. Ono Frio. On, ono Frio? Sure. 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 Mark? Uh, Davenport, Florida. Hey, Davenport, Florida. <laughs> boop, 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 Florida. What it do, Florida? Okay, I'm sorry. It looks like he's a Yankees fan from Florida. Shocking. 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 I'm sure Mark lived in New York or has family from New York. And okay. as they all do, they come down to Florida. They still support the same teams. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, Mark. But, like, come on. Come on. Uh, that uh, Yankees uh, Yankees uh, AL East lead is disappearing pretty quick, isn't it, Mark? Ooh. Oh, the Rays. Nine zero last night, Mark. Uh-oh. Oh. I, I live here, and I don't cheer the for The team them. with the payroll, that's like a fourth of your, like, starting pitchers coming for you. And we Rough. half of our team's on the injured list. We're coming for it. No wonder Mark listens to our podcast for some sort of joy because this is what's happening with his baseball team. Yeah. And also, uh, I like the uh, cover photo here, Mark, with the uh, little Lion King frame with the good-looking family. Like it. I'm a fan of the Lion King. The Lion, sh- Lion King show on Broadway. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. What a visual treat. Mixie, I know you don't like a Broadway show. Have you seen The Lion King on Broadway? No, I don't want to see any of them. Mixie. I hate it. I know you do, but like, did you like The Lion King movie? Be careful. Well, duh. I'm telling you, it's still great. It's still great. No, Steven, you know why it's not great? Are they real lions? Or are they people? You want real lions on the stage? Steven, can I just tell you, you know what I hate more? Are, is the, are the real lions in Lion King? Were those real lions? You threw yourself into a hole there. No, no. Because animated, see, and we're going we're gonna to get into a space that I love, which is animated films with insects and animals. <laughs> animated stays animated. The whole thing is animated. You know what? You want to know what I hate more than fucking Broadway musicals and all that other shit? A live action uh, animated movie. Hate them. Yes. A lot of live action? No. Pass. Cinderella? No. Pass. Mine is very specific. And I I realized it while babysitting. Kids these days love these fucking movies where these 
let's say dogs are going on an adventure, right? Okay. And they film real dogs mm. doing this shit, and then they CGI their mouths to move? Yeah. Oh my God, is that the worst fucking thing that I've ever seen? I, I hate don't it. care for it. I don't care for awful, it. Awful, awful, awful. Animate it or do the whole thing in real life. We are not combining shit. The Lion King reboot, like the new version of that? No, thank. No. Didn't need it. No. Didn't need it. Why did you do it? Why did you just cash a payday? Like, why awful. did we need it? And you needed to pay all those big stars to be in it? No, you didn't. Beyonce? Come on. Really? Come on. Was it worth it? No. No. Anyways, thank you so much for joining the hotties. Hey, we love you. Hey, welcome, Mark. Okay, and apparently, uh, when I said there was two, there was just one because someone uh, came and left immediately. So I guess thanks for the hour-long engagement that you gave us and then decided to leave. Much appreciated. Don't know what that's about. Very weird because the person also put our full names Kind of uh, strange. Anyways, if you want to join the hotties, the link is in the description. We can talk about all the stuff we were talking about on the podcast. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on jean shorts <laughs> and um, who you would vote for if it was up for a vote and your thoughts on Marina winning, all of that fun jazz, and anything else that you want to talk about. We love talking to you, so make sure you join the hotties, and we'll read off your name too, which is great. You can uh, also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we are posting there as well, and we love to talk to you in the DMs there as well if you don't have a Facebook. We just like chatting. We like to chit, like a little little chit, little chat, a little banter. And if you really want to go wild, leave a review. We would oh. love a review. Love it. Absolutely love it more than anything. We really appreciate you guys. Thanks for going on this All-Star Shore journey with us. It was an absolute fucking blast. We love it. We hopefully will be doing this again at another time with another yes. season. Um, continue to see what we're going to do next. We think there's going to be a nice little break here for us before we pick our next show. So a little, little rest and rehab for me and mix here to get our, to get our lives back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we've been going since, uh, Joe millionaire, I think actually. Uh, yeah, we didn't, st- I mean, we were going since the challenge, <laughs> oh my God. the challenge spies, lies and allies. <laughs> We have not stopped since then. I think that was August of last year. It was. It's been a full year before we've taken a break. So Wow. Amazing. I do think we do need to take a little baby one. But if you're following us on stuff, we'll make sure to keep you posted on when we're coming back. Um, I know Steven and I were discussing, and you guys will have to let me know if you want to do this, uh, potentially me getting inebriated and telling some firecracker mix stories that I have that my uh, parents are going to love that I'm telling people. So if you want that, let us know. Let us know. We'll do that during our break. Um, We appreciate you guys again. Thank you so much. We love you. We will see you when All-Star Shore comes back because it's coming back. We are manifesting it. There's no question about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And we will hear and talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.